Welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Travel Possibilities podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. And today we're going to touch on budgeting for a long-term trip for your career break. And so in the previous episodes, we've talked about saving and planning, and you can really see how they are a bit intertwined, but just for ease of search, I separated them. Um, But let's just dive right in. How the heck does one budget for a long-term trip? Well, first, I will start by telling you how not to budget for a long-term trip. The worst way to budget is to plan out everything that you think you may possibly want to do or every single place you might want to go and then start adding up how much it costs. While this is totally effective for a week-long vacation, a trip that can range from months to a year and beyond, oh my gosh. So one, it would take forever to plan that and you probably don't have time for that. Two, it leaves no room for spontaneity, which we touched on in the planning episode, how important that is. Number three, these numbers are going to add up really quickly and it's going to feel really overwhelming. And you're going to look at the numbers and be like, this is so expensive. Why am I doing this? And that's the exact opposite of what we want to happen. And number four, It's really important to have relaxation during a long trip. For example, after a a mouth, a month in Southeast Asia, I stopped going to every temple because quite frankly, I got templed out. And your preferences and your needs are going to change as you begin to travel long term. And so then some of this planning that you've done will become completely unnecessary because you're not even going to be interested in some of these things. So it's really interesting that once you you get so excited before you even go, especially when things are new and feel so exciting and, oh my gosh, look at the architecture of this church and this church and this church. But once you start going to all these places, you start to realize like, oh my gosh, this is another church. And you start to become more intentional with the places you want to go and you value your time more and you don't want to just see everything. You want to see what you truly care about. And you can't plan for that because you don't know what you're truly going to care about until you're in the midst of it. So what should you do instead? I love working backwards. And I think this is really important because as we've said before, we don't want to think of travel as an expense. We want to feel good about investing our money in travel to have these life experiences. So what I recommend you do is pick a number that feels good to you. So this is a sum of money that you would feel comfortable spending per month of your career break. 
And depending on your preferences and travel style, as we discussed previously, your traveler archetype. So check the planning episode if you don't know what I'm talking about. So maybe it's $1,000 per month you feel comfortable spending. Maybe it's $2,000 per month. Maybe it's $3,000 per month. This is going to depend on you, your comfort level with money, the type of traveler you are. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer. This is all on you. So the other thing I like to say is, for me anyway, I don't want money to be the reason I don't do things that I want to do when I'm traveling. So I also factor in, a, I don't know how to call it, a fun fund. <laughs> Um, just in case something comes up that I am completely unaware of, I still want to be able to do amazing things and not be like, I can't afford it because you are already there. It's going to cost you more in the long run to go home and then fly back in the future when you have more money. So you're already there. You need to be able to do the things that you want to do as they come up. And so we plan for that and we factor in, um, a margin of error, not an error, but like an extra safety margin to make sure that you're able to do those things when they come up and they will come up. And that's exciting. You want to spend money on those amazing experiences. It's an investment in the quality of your life. So now you have your monthly number. Then we want to work backwards and see if that number can work for your travel style and your travel destinations. And so we go really deep into this in Career Break Bootcamp. But for example, say that you picked your number of $2,000 per month and you're going to be traveling in Southeast Asia. So then you're going to start looking at the required amount of, uh, excuse me, the required things that you have to pay money for. And that's going to be your accommodation. That's going to be food. That's going to be maybe transportation, but really, if it comes down to it, accommodation and food are really the only things you have to have. Of course, they recommend travel insurance. Of course, you're going to do activities, but the things you have to have in a place is a place to sleep and food in your belly. So you'll start doing your research if you're a hotel person or if you're a dog or if you're a hostile person, I don't know if you can hear those dogs in the background, but I can. Um, you'll start doing a little bit of research to see like an average price of what that type of accommodation might cost. And if you're doing a combo, then you'll split it and you'll multiply it by 30. We'll say 30 day months. And so then you'll have a total for your potential accommodation costs and you'll subtract it from your said number. Again, you'll do a little bit of research on the price of food in that area. Um, how much does it cost? Are you going to eat street food? Are you going to cook? Are you going to buy groceries and cook every single day? Then that, your cost is going to be a lot lower. Are you going to go out to like actual restaurants and have a sit down meal with a server and you have to tip them and all of those things? Then it's going to be higher. So you can check out Google Maps for that. You can read people's blogs in the area and see what they've spent on food. There are a number of websites that kind of give pricing of food. Take that, multiply by the number, like consider if you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, consider that maybe breakfast is included in your accommodation. 
maybe you only eat two meals a day, maybe you eat five meals a day, you know you. So you got to kind of assess what you think your cost might be. Again, this is just an estimate. And if you want to be safe, definitely overestimate, get a total for a month, subtract it again, and then you're left with a balance. And so if that's a positive number, then that's your leftover money for activities, for room upgrades, for transportation to go to other places or around the city, um, all of this stuff. Like that's just leftover money to do whatever you think you want to do. And if that number seems sizable enough and you're like, yeah, I can totally make that work, then great. Your number that you chose feels feasible for the places you're going and the type of travel you hope to have. But if that number is close to zero or negative, then we need to do some reevaluation. And the reevaluation can look like, well, concessions, like where are you able to compromise? Maybe you said that you wanted to stay in a hotel every night for the month, but maybe you could do one week in the hostel and that would cut back and something like that. Or maybe you're going to cook some meals at home, probably not in a hotel room, but like if you were in an Airbnb, so maybe you do some more home cooking versus meals out. So you can see if there's any way you can reduce what your costs might be without sacrificing your experience. Or you can raise your budget and maybe that's going to require you to dig a little bit more into that money mindset piece. But it's better to do it now and not when you get there. So like you're planning for it now. You can earn more money. You can save more money. We figure it out before you go so that you can have the trip that you want to have as opposed to showing up on your trip and being like, oh, crap, I don't have enough money. And now my trip's not going to last as long as I want it to. That's what we're trying to avoid by doing this upfront and by being conservative with our estimates. And yeah, um, lastly, I always do recommend um, factoring in that margin of I don't, margin of error is not what I want to call it, but that's what I keep calling it. <laughs> but just a safety net, basically. And so it's going to depend on the person. Like if you want to be super cautious, like you could double the amount that you save per month. And like, who cares? You'll have leftover money if you don't use it all. But also that's not necessary. I totally recommend like 15 to 20% margin just for standard. And then that way, if you come up with an activity, you're like, oh, we really want to do that. You can do it. Um, oh, I feel really sick. We need to upgrade to a hotel. Then you can totally do it. You want to just have that in case of any sort of unforeseen circumstance abroad. And usually that 15 to 20%, like if you don't use it, you can carry it over to the next month. These are all like you can carry it through. It's You're not going on this trip with the intention of spending everything that you saved for it. You don't have to spend the money. It's just you want to have it available in order to have the trip that you want to have, if that makes sense. And I think it does. <laughs> so basically, I like to turn budgeting on its head. It's in the most simple form. People just add up what everything is going to cost. But ultimately, that is just so time consuming. It's so research heavy. It, you don't have to do it because it puts constraints on your trip. It puts constraints on your life right now because you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time to doing it. 
it's really overwhelming and it looks really expensive. So if you are in a good place with the amount of money that you're willing to set aside, you're going to feel so much more empowered when you're spending it because this was the amount that you decided on. You felt good about it up front. You're like, this is what I think it could cost to travel. And another great thing to do is compare it to what you spend per month at home. So we talked about saving and we talked about awareness of where what comes in and what goes out. So in paying attention to that and having that awareness, it's super possible that you're going to spend less money traveling the world than you spend living in your own city. And that's empowering. And that's a great mindset shift as well, because it feels so much better to know that like you're doing exactly what you want to be doing and you're not spending as much money. Sure. You might not have the money coming in, but again, you can always earn more money. It's a renewable resource. There's you have the skills and you have the opportunities and you can always earn more money. So we will end it for this episode. I Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to hear from you guys. If you have any takeaways about this budgeting episode or if you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media. And until next time, thanks so much for being here. Wait, before you go, if you are considering a career break of your own and could use support, a community of like-minded individuals and actionable lessons on how to get started, check out the Career Break Bootcamp membership. A combination of pre-recorded modules and live monthly sessions will remove the overwhelm and propel you forward into taking the career break of your dreams. Visit www.travelshifters.com slash cbb sign up to learn more. And it's also linked in the show notes for easy access. Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at The Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.